Oh, let's just give the Lord some great praise. Let's magnify the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You, you can be seated just for a second. I'm on the clock. My time's running out. And I'm closing. And I have three bottles of water. You're supposed to preach till they're all gone. It's just so, so good to be back in Mississippi and to be in this great church and this great district with some of the finest people in the whole world, God's great people. And uh, I told Brother Porterfield, I said, I've been in, been in the Assemblies of the Lord Jesus Christ 40 years. And uh, when I was a baby, my mama took me to an Assemblies of the Lord Jesus Christ church. And I've been ALJC my entire life. I'll be 62 this fall. And the Assemblies of the Lord Jesus Christ has been good to David Poole. And it'll be good to you. I'm glad to be a part of a great organization of wonderful men and women of God. I love every one of you. And uh, the hospitality, you all have been so kind to me since I've, I've been here and uh, just hanging out. Got a nice basket in my trailer and uh, had a good lunch today and just a good time of fellowship. And I love you all. If I start naming names, I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. But you all are very, very special to me and my, my family. We appreciate you so much. I have a family from my church slipped in here on me tonight. And uh, Brother Jeremy and Sister Teresa Townsley, all the way from Manifest, I'm glad they're here tonight. I appreciate them being here. Amen. The Lord bless you tonight. Let's, let's go to the word of the Lord. I want you to, if you'd stand for one verse of scripture tonight. I'm as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Man, I looked at the, I looked at the schedule, and I know who's, who preached before me. Wasn't that some incredible preaching last night by our general superintendent? My goodness. And so, and I, and I know what's following me. So, you know, I, I guess I'm just the bologna in the bread or something. I'm sandwiched in the middle. But uh, I'm about as out of place as a zipper at a Velcro convention. But I'm just glad to be here. Probably got as much chance of winning the race as a mule at the Kentucky Derby. But I am glad to be here. Galatians, the sixth chapter. Galatians, the sixth chapter and the ninth verse. I, I feel like that I've got a word from the Lord, and uh, we'll all know that after a while. But I feel like God spoke to my heart. One scripture, and let us not be weary, Galatians 6 and 9, let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap. If we faint not. Let us not be weary. In well doing. For in due season. We shall reap. 
if we faint not. <laughs> oh, yes. Give him praise. In the name of the Lord, we worship you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I want to talk to you tonight about due season. Due season. You can be seated. God bless you for standing. I just ask you to help me tonight. I'm one of them preachers that's got to have lots of help. Throughout Scripture, you will find the word season used to denote a period of time. However, as you know, the measure of the season varies. Sometime when you get time, search the word season in the scripture and look at, the, look at all the times it's used. And it covers, it covers a wide scope of time. From a night season, a night season, to the Bible says that God said that Israel wandered in the wilderness a long season. So it covered a scope from a night to 40 years, and it was still called a season. Hello, somebody. The wise man Solomon said, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Amen. Just going to let you all know it's summertime. <laughs> I'm feeling better though since that cool front blowed in here a few minutes ago. Paul says, for in due season we shall reap somebody say praise the Lord. praise the Lord now it appears that he is speaking of sowing and reaping and their proper seasons if you just read it that it looks like he's talking about planting and reaping y'all there Harvest time, planting time, and so forth. But I want you to notice with me that the phrase due season has a different meaning altogether. The phrase due season here in this text means pertaining to self or one's own season. Look at your neighbor and say, it's my season. Now you got it. Ladies and gentlemen, in God's economy, there is no set time for a season. The seasons of God aren't controlled by the moon phases. You don't find God's seasons in the old farmer's almanac. You don't find God's seasons as a date on the calendar. Seasons 
are God's design. Seasons are God's determination. In Acts chapter 1, verse 7, Jesus said, It's not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. God has power over the seasons. Oh, hallelujah. He says when they are. And in God, due season for you might not be the same season for your brother. Oh, you're going. The season that you're having might not be the same as the season someone else is having. And while it's one season in your life, it might be a whole different season in my life. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Hallelujah. It's your own season. Amen. Can I preach a few minutes here? You know, I think, I think sometimes that people leave a conference or a camp meeting discouraged instead of encouraged. Because they hear all these great reports of revival and, and, and uh, miracles happening somewhere. And, and then the devil beats them up. When they leave the service. Because it ain't happening the same where they're at. Well, I feel like preaching tonight. And they, and they get all down and, and disturbed because. Are you, are you with me? Now, now, Brother Bishop, you had no idea the direction I was going to go when you pointed me to a scripture a while ago. And the guy starting the prayer off, the brother starting the prayer off quoted one of my scriptures but I'm going to try to use it anyhow somebody shout hallelujah, hallelujah. But, but you see the, the deal is that while the speaker for the camp meeting and the conference is, is capitalizing on and, and specializing in all the great things that has been happening in his life and some of those things have been over a long period of time what you don't know is he's not going to tell you all the bad things. I mean, what? who wants to hear all of that? I stopped trying to complain. I can't get nobody to listen. I mean, who wants to hear a sermon of all the bad things? I want you to understand that the man that delivers to you that word of revival and harvest and healing and miracles, and signs, and wonders. He's talking about a season. Well, I feel like having church in here. And he might not mention to you, amen, that while those 50 were coming in the back door, there was 75 going out the other door. He might not tell you all of that. Are, are you hearing me tonight? But I want to tell you, to, amen, that you're not to be discouraged in here. Paul said, let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season. Hallelujah. It's going to change. It'll, it'll change for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
But I, oh, I got to get off here. I'm going to have to get off this horse. I'm telling you, but I'm going to rejoice with you while you're having revival. Because if Brother Nate Batten's, Batson is having revival, I'm having revival. If Brother Wilson and Brother Voskus is having revival, I'm having revival. If Brother Porterfield and, and Brother Bishop's having revival, I'm having revival. Because there ain't even one church. There's only one church. So if the church is having revival, location doesn't make any difference. I want to be a part of it. The thing that determined the season for the man, for the church, for the individual is that they just held on until due season. Paul, Paul, oh yeah. Paul gave that extensive list of all the bad things that happened in his life. How many, would, how many of you would like to kind of call in Paul God? Just don't take me a minute. Ananias, go tell him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. What a calling. I'm talking about from the get-go. You're going to suffer. And then he named that extensive list of all the things that happened in his life. But I do read in there where that all of Asia heard the word. I do know that he wrote over two-thirds of the New Testament. I do know that he was the apostle to the Gentiles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, somebody. God's about to turn the page for you. God's about to show you there's a season of coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A good author. The Bible said that God is the author and the finisher of our faith. Am I doing all right? He's the author and the finisher of our faith. If y'all help me, I won't take up another offering. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. A good author never leaves his hero in a bind. Are you there? On one, on one page, he's tied to the railroad track. And the choo-choo's coming. And then right out of nowhere, here comes somebody on a horse. I lost y'all. Jugs him up off the tracks just in the nick of time. Boom, train goes by. But that was on the next page, see. On one page, it was just about to perish, but you turned the page. On one page, Jesus is hanging on the cross. You got to turn the page. Because when you flip the page, he's walking out of a tomb. Oh, hallelujah. Right now, if needs be, you might be in heaviness through manifold temptations. You're in a season of trouble. But I'm going to tell you, God's about to flip the page and turn his hero into something wonderful and break out a new season. A new time, a new revival, a new move. Oh, yeah. The Shunammite, the Shunammite woman, the Shunammite woman thought that her season had long passed. 
The days became weeks, weeks became months, months became years, and she still doesn't have a child. No births. The neighborhood kids are playing in the street in front of her house. Help me. The young couples are pushing their strollers up and down the sidewalk. And she's just getting older. And her husband's getting older. But she just kept on being great. Am I in the scripture? He passed through Shunem where was a great lady. She just kept on doing great things. She didn't start with, with Elisha. I believe she was already doing great things. She kept on doing great things. Don't stop doing great things. For in due season, you shall reap. She just kept doing great things. And she did great things in building the room and fixing all of that for the man of God. And the word of the Lord came to her. Are you still there, somebody? About this season. According to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. A lot of seasons passed and you didn't get it. A lot of seasons went, but you kept on doing great things. You kept on going to Wednesday night Bible study. You kept being faithful to Sunday school. You kept on paying your time. You kept on giving the missions. You kept on working at the church. You kept on doing the great things. Until the season changed. You got to just keep doing it. Because new seasons come in. It's personal. When God gets ready to move for you, it's a personal season. Due season ain't everybody else's season. Due season's your season. I'm telling you, due season is coming. Your season of revival. Your season to talk about how many got baptized. Your season to talk about how many got the Holy Ghost. Your season. Your season. Somebody's about to have a new season. The scripture says that she conceived. She conceived. God set things in motion for her season. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, not I'm not drinking out of the baptistry, am I? I'm sorry, it's the wrong church. <laughs> the word that your seasons has come changed her. I'm sorry, y'all. I can't preach deep. You're just going to have to get with me here. 
I preach stuff like, see Sally run. <laughs> see Spot? Did I preach that here? Did I tell that story about Spot running? I did, huh? I didn't? Did I? I'm so old, I repeat my stories. What I done is just started numbering them. <laughs> that way you don't have to tell them. You just holler, six, and everybody just shouts. They already know where you're going. I preach simple elementary stuff, you know. Spot, Sally. Y'all still there? Son, when she got her word, it changed her. It affected her. It, it really. I mean, it, and ever, she didn't have to tell anybody, my season has changed. You can look at her and tell. I can't get no help. She started walking different. She started acting different. Because her word got a... Oh, you come on, somebody. God, have mercy. That word that she got, that your season changed. I want to tell you, she didn't wait for it to affect her. When she held the answer, it affected her before it was ever born. I want to tell you, you need to let something be conceived in you by the word of God that's going to birth your miracle and your new season. There's a revival for your church. There's an answer to your prayer. There's a breakthrough in your life. When you really believe that this thing's going to happen, honey, what happened to Sally? Did you see the way she's acting tonight in church? Man, they started the first service, first song, and Sally's already running that house. What in the world is wrong with Sally? So, hallelujah. Y'all don't sit on the porch and drink coffee, I can tell. You get on it, just wait a few months. It's too hot right now. And the mosquitoes as big as buzzards. You know, son, I'm going to tell you something. You'd have to go get an infusion of some blood if you get right now. Because they'll suck you dry. But just wait a little while. And you get out on that porch here in about oh, two or three months. And all of a sudden, from the north side, you'll feel something. Hey, what was that? Oh, what was that? Oh, what was that? Instead of that hot, stifling, southeast wind drying everything out, there's a cool little breeze that starts drifting from somewhere that says the season's about to change. I feel like something... It's about to happen in the Mississippi district and somebody in this place is going to understand that there's a new season coming. I feel a fresh wind blowing. I feel, I feel, hey, it's been hot. It's been dry. It's been tough. But something's changing in the spirit. 
Somebody ought to believe it. I wish somebody would just get a hold of this right now and just say, I am about to let the word change me. Wednesday night with a I got a little old Bible lesson. Ain't nothing going to happen anyhow. I'm just going to teach them a little bit and we're going to go home and we're going to eat a little bite and we're going to go to bed. And Sunday, I'll just get my little word of flame out and I'll teach I'm going to tell you something. You better put some water in that baptistry and you better turn the heater on. You better tell your altar workers, dinner's going to get cold this Sunday because we're going to be in the altar a while. There's, there's a season changing. There's a season changing. Hey, my God, go ahead and tell the neighbors we're not going to be at the restaurant on time. Not after church this Sunday. We're going to be in the altar. There's a revival about to break out. There's a season about to change. There's signs and wonders about to happen. There are miracles about to break out. God is going to breathe on us. so hot the devil's uncomfortable <laughs> I feel something blowing in here right now season season it's a new season something's changing my church is supposed to change my attitude's supposed to change I'm going to tell you something everybody's not going to accept it Everybody in your church ain't going to light revival. I know you ain't going to believe this, but there are people that just as soon as stay dead. And there are people that just as soon the church not grow. They just as soon it just be our little four and no more. And that is disgusting. But I want to, that Shunammite woman, I don't think it, her husband ever got it. I don't think he got it. I just don't think he understood what was going on. I don't think he ever did get a hold of it. But that old gal did. That old gal got a hold of it. Whenever that boy had died, what did he say? Where you going? Where you going? What you doing? See, I tell you what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to the man of God. Why are you going today? What you want to go today for? It's just another Sunday. We ought to go to the creek and go fishing. I'm paraphrasing. We ought to do something else. But she said, it shall be well. It shall be well. Come on. 
This might be my Sunday. I'm not staying at the house. This might be my revival. Well, I don't care for who's preaching. Well, it's not my favorite evangelist. Well, I don't like the new music. Well, you don't like Great Speckled Bird either, so I don't know what you like. I want to tell you, there's a season changing, and you better grab a hold of it and let the Word of God impact you. In the... What's got into you? There's a season changing. I got a revival coming. It's not for you to know, Jesus said. It's not for you to know the seasons. That's God's business. That's God's business. But ye shall receive. That's the next verse. It's not for you to know the times or the seasons. That's the Father's business. But here's what's yours. You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I want to tell you what's about to happen. There's a, you, you're fixing to get it. Your season's about to change because the Holy Ghost is about to come upon you. The Holy Ghost is going to breathe on you. The Holy Ghost is going to work through you. The Holy Ghost... The Holy Ghost is going to change your choir. The Holy Ghost is going to change your prayer room. The Holy Ghost is going to change your worship. Brother Jeremy, we moved in that first new building, the first new sanctuary. And within a week or so, one of the old guys come to me. They done busted the paneling, the sheetrock, I'm sorry. Busted the sheetrock in the prayer room. Wild bunch. I don't know why they act like that. Busted the sheetrock out. An old rough boy come to me and he said, Hey, preacher. He said, I think we ought to put some rough cut oak on the walls of the prayer room so we won't bust them. God's fixing a lot of fire in your prayer room. I feel a season coming. I feel a season coming. I feel some men going to stagger out of a prayer room talking in tongues at, at church time. I feel some lady folks going to pray some people through to the Holy Ghost before church ever starts in the spirit. Come on, something's happening. There's a season changing. But of the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. I'm wasting my time preaching to all you bunch of apostolics because you already know. You know God's seasons change. 
for yourselves know perfectly. Is there a shouter in the house? That the day of the Lord so cometh as a. All right, so, so, Pastor Batson, you're laying up in bed at night, two o'clock in the morning, phone rings. What you going to say? You're going to answer it, right? Hello. And this male voice on the other end says, oh, I'm the thief. I'm uh, passing through your neighborhood. I just want you to know that we're coming in to pack off most of your stuff. We should be there within the next 10 minutes. Would you mind laying out some milk and cookies? <laughs> Everybody believes that's going to happen. <laughs> that's not how the thief comes. Matter of fact, most of the time, the thief has come and gone before you ever know he was there. You only realize he was there when you go to take an inventory of what's missing. So it's your no announcement. I miss y'all somewhere. He said, it's not for you to know. Not for you to know the times of the seasons. I'm not going to write to you about that. But I do want you to know this. The day of the Lord is coming as a thief in the night. You're going to think it's just another Wednesday night service. Would you all stand while we pray? Anybody have a prayer request? Turn to 158. Or 58, we'll sing, I'll fly away, fire in the blood. I found a way. You can be seated. God bless you. And then you go. And then you look back through the crowd. I never saw that lady before. She don't look like us. <laughs> And you noticed that while you were singing power in the blood, she wasn't yawning looking at her watch like the deacons was. She had her hands up, tattooed from the wrist to her elbow. Big old tears running down her face. And finally, some good sold out elderly person that still had the fire said, we're going to pray this darling through to the Holy Ghost. And in a minute, in a minute, Brother Contrera, that little lady was speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. Sunday morning, Guess what happened? You know what's happening. Come on. Sunday morning, she filled a pew up. It's about to happen, somebody. Sunday morning, she had all her friends. Sunday morning, she had all her acquaintances. And they wanted what she had. I'm preaching to something. Your season's changing. God's going to interrupt your normal. God's going to show you 
Oh, you give up a long time ago. I'm trying to rekindle a fire. Come on, preacher. Your promise is not dead. I had a drink of water. Hey, ma'am, would you give me a drink of water? How is it that you, being a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan, for a drink of water? Woman, if you knew who it was that was asking you for a drink of water, you would have asked of him, and he would have given you living water. She said, sir, from whence, from whence comes that living water? said, the well is deep. You don't have nothing to draw. I want to tell you something. She didn't know it. But she was the well. And her needs were deep. But he had plenty of rope to reach her. He had, he had plenty of rope. He found out. He found out that she'd had five failed marriages. And the one she was living with wasn't her husband now. He found out her life had just been a history of one failure after another failure after another failure. The deacon board would have took her resume and said, we don't want your kind in our church. The disciples had gone to town to get some happy meals and they were coming back. And saw Jesus talking to this woman and couldn't believe he was talking to that woman. She dropped her water pot and run into town. And the disciples are standing there talking to Jesus. And Jesus said, say ye not. There are four months and then come at the harvest. Amen. Jesus was looking past the disciples. Because that one little Samaritan woman had just went to town and got the whole town. All the men of the city. And here they come. And Jesus said... I know it's not but January and there's still four months until the harvest. But you need to forget about what you've always been taught about harvest. Lift up your eyes. The fields are white already. It's ready. I'm telling you that God is about to give you a season right in the middle when you think it cannot be time. It cannot work. God doesn't need me to have revival. His spirit is going to work for you. I feel it. Ma, 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 ma. 
Brother, Brother Lee Cooper, you come up here and I want you to help me. I'm going to put you on the spot. Get a hot mic. I love that guy. Y'all think God can't do it. Bishop Wilson, I'm telling this church and everybody here that by Sunday, by Sunday night, you can have so many people getting baptized that it takes you an hour to get them all underwater. I don't believe that. I want you to cut 12 rods, Moses, and I want you to lay them up. One for all this, and one for Aaron. Lay them 12 rods up. Yeah. And God's fixing to show who he chose. They cut these sticks, y'all. Look at your neighbor and say, the man's talking about a stick. They cut these sticks, a stick, an almond stick, and laid them up. And when they got up the next morning, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It, first of all, they wasn't stuck in the ground. They didn't have any soil. They wasn't watered. They was cut off. Boy, y'all ain't going to help me now. And we've already determined that since they cut off and they separated from the rest, that they probably, it's over. And they probably will never come back in. But Moses got up the next morning to check. And Aaron's rod had blossomed and bloomed, budded, and produced in one night. When I tell you God can give you an overnight rib- my time to be favored. My time to be blessed. My time for God's favor. My time to be blessed. What am I talking about? Due season. Who sings that? Nobody in this church knows that song. What a beautiful thought I am thinking. It's called due season. My brother's been getting revival. My neighbors has been having revival. I've been struggling. I've been hoping. But I've still been praying. I've still been fasting. I've still been faithful. I go to everything. I'm involved in everything. I'm doing all I know to do. And God says, I see it. I see it. Get ready for your miracle. Get ready for your change. Get ready, get ready, get ready. 
just holler. 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 Weak. A verse. Say, read it to him. Everybody blow the trumpet. Yeah. Sound the alarm. Yeah. Because the Lord is in the temple. Yeah. Let everybody bow. Let all the people, let all the people praise him now. The Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. word come on come on somebody I don't care if you don't know the new songs you say my musicians can't play the new music honey let me tell you something I was having revival when we didn't have new music God was giving this church revival when it ain't about the music it's about the people praising God and preach the word the word brings revival the word saves people the word God chose through the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Preach the word. B. Now all of this young generation ought to know that instant word because that's all y'all know how to cook. Listen, son, I can boil water without burning it. You know, be instant. Help me. In season. Hold it. Hold it. I knew you were going to do it. I knew it. That's why I made you say it. You added a word. Be instant in season. Out of season. No and. No and. He said you do it like you would do it if it is season, even when it ain't season. You shout when there ain't no shout. You run when there ain't no running. You dance when there ain't no dancing. You pray when there ain't no praying. You amen when you don't feel like it. You be faithful when nobody else will be faithful. You just keep up. Preach the word. Preach the word. Preach the word. Be instant in season. Out of season. some music up here here comes Jesus here comes Jesus through the crowd walking down through the streets uh, I'm sorry I was supposed to be on my better behavior tonight my friend the state senator's here I sat by him so people would think I was somebody 
But instead of being a distinguished gentleman, I was an extinguished gentleman. You'll get that after a while. Here comes Jesus. Here comes Jesus coming into town. Come on, help me, somebody. How come y'all don't have no pot plants or nothing around here? I'll baptize the first three rows. If I get to shout. I might shout. I promise you. Jesus comes down through the crowd, runs the chair, walks up to a tree. Why ain't y'all going to help me? The Bible said, if happily, if happily, H-A-P-L-Y, if happily, he might find fruit. He's digging all in the leaves. He's digging all in. And you know what the Bible said? The time of the figs was not yet. It wasn't even season for a fig. It wasn't even season for a fig. But Jesus said, you know what? If I don't keep checking, I might miss one. If I don't quit looking, I might miss my season. While I'm thinking it ain't time, some of you need to start acting like Jesus and checking the trees. What are you doing? This is going to be my season. I'm about to have revival. I'm about to pray somebody through. Somebody's about to get the Holy Ghost. I'm about to get a miracle. Shout about it. You know that old guy that was laying by the pool in Bethesda? Mark said that at a certain season, an angel would come down and trouble the water. Do you know that nobody around the pool ever knew when it was going to happen? That's why they just stayed. They didn't know if it was going to be at night or day or Summer, winter, what day of the week, what hour? They didn't, they didn't know. Any minute. They had to be ready. That's why you cannot slack up now. Oh, hold on, hold on. Listen to me. There are pastors and ministers and church people that are that close to giving up right now. I'm, I know what I have felt in this service. And you're about that close from throwing in the towel because you think, it just, I will give God everything I have. And it just is not happening. And what you're going to do is you're fixing to turn and walk away. And somebody else is going to step in and reap a harvest that God had for you. It's right there. I feel the trouble. I feel the trouble. Come on, I feel the trembling of the water. I think somebody ought to get in right now. I think somebody ought to get in. I think somebody ought to get in and start splashing. You say, man, you're, you've lost your mind. I'm telling you, I dare somebody in the spirit just walk out and just start splashing in the water. 
what are you doing? The trouble and waters, it's my season. I'm going to be healed in this service. I'm going to be delivered in this service. I'm going to get a breakthrough in this service. I'm going to get my answer here tonight. Come on, there's miracles in the aisle. Come on, there's miracles in the aisle. There's healing in the aisle. There's victory in the aisle. Come on, come on, come on. Receive it in the name of the Lord. Reach over and put your hand on somebody's shoulder and begin to agree right now. Come on, agree with your brother. Agree with your sister. There are miracles in here right now.
done some wonderful, 
mighty works in this church service tonight. Why don't you just lift up your hands with us right now and let us thank the Lord for His goodness. Lord, we're so thankful. We've been invited into your presence, walked into your holy place. God, I pray right now that what we have received tonight will go with us, that we can carry it like it would be with pollen on our legs to a lost, dying, sin-sick world that needs you so bad, Lord. God, giving you praise in advance for everything that you have done. Bless the food that's prepared tonight. We pray, God, that it would nourish our bodies, bring strength to us, stamina to our spirits. In the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we give you praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name. I mentioned food. Brother Wilson asked that I announce that there will be food over in the adjoining building. best way to do it from here is to go straight and turn left. Amen. Walk through those doors and around the building. You'll find an entrance. And it was mighty good last night. Fellowship with us. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, breaking the bread. Fellowship. House to house, church to church, place to place. Good night. God bless you. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Be here. You don't want to miss it.